Oh my god. Tyson Cruz tried to end somebody's life. That's the way to start this podcast. Oh my god. Welcome to the According Sources Podcast. Guess what, people? We're back. I know you're surprised. Back. <laughs> but we're here again. After that bull's destruction at the hands of uh, the Golden State Warriors. The greatest team of all time. Yeah, you know what though? I mean, we, we're witnessing one of the greatest, the greatest teams in the history of an NBA. And the crazy thing about it is, we're witnessing two of them at the same time. Um, the San Antonio Spurs are no slouches either. And I think by the end of the season, we may see two teams win seventy games, and that would just be pretty goddamn amazing. Um, but yesterday. The Chicago Bulls played the Golden State Warriors. It was supposed to be a test to see, you know, where the Bulls were in comparison to what many people believe to be the best team in the NBA. And um, I would say for about 13 or 14 minutes, they were right there with them. Right there with them. And then, you know, the wheels fell completely off the bus of, um, of that game. Bulls ended up losing the game by what? What? 30, 32 points or something like that? Infinity. I don't know. I turned that shit off. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a diehard Bulls fan, but I, I just I couldn't take no more of that. I was I watched the whole thing. They lost I by 31 points. And turned on making them finished up making a murderer. I was no, out. we was watching somebody. We, we was watching the team make a murder. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, chalk, chalk lines all over the UC floor, all over the goddamn floor. But um, out of you know, I like to look at the you know the positive parts that came from that game. Uh, Derrick Rose was awesome in that game. He was absolutely flat out awesome, in particular in the first half of the game, and um, when he was basically carrying a team. If Derrick Rose doesn't score twenty one points in that first half, the Bulls probably are down by forty in the first half. Um, you wouldn't know that by listening to Chicago Sports Radio today. Well, go ahead. Not, um, like, 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 not even, not even just the 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 fans. Like even some of the the, the hosts. Well, I don't like live the, in Chicago, as some of y'all know. So I don't know what's going on in Chicago Sports Radio. Tell me some of the stuff that people in Chicago are saying. I mean, because the biggest thing, I mean, the one big thing all day was about him being winded, I guess, and coming out in that first. I missed the first quarter. I missed most of the first quarter. But, I mean, I, I was trying to follow along on Twitter. But I, Derek stay, he, he came out, what was it, with, like, how many minutes left in the first quarter? Maybe Not two like or three five, minutes left. six minutes. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it was. There wasn't a lot of time left. But he came um, out and um and went and got on, on the bike. Or, I don't know, did he get on the bike in the first no, quarter? He just, no, he just came out and, and sat down. Because okay. he was so that was the second quarter where he went and got on the bike then. Yeah, when he went and got on the bike. Um, and that was after he'd gotten into a bit of a spill with uh, Steph. Um, it, oh, yeah, it was, like uh, when, and when, uh, when uh, Aaron Brooks, when Aaron Brooks him. pushed him. Yeah, just pushed him in the back. I guess he was trying to help him get out there to contest the shot. But I mean, look, man, we we Derek Rose. I think he was trying to he was trying to get out there, and they just kind of ran into each other. He was trying to get out there too. We look, look, look. Derek Rose ain't the most, you know, sturdy of guys in his career. So we don't need you pushing him into (laughs) damn thing. Um, Let that man run out there, or 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 let that fool shoot. (laughs) 
I mean, at this point, at, at this at this point, does it matter? I mean, what are we what are we doing here? Are you gonna break your neck to run out to put a, a put a hand in the face of Steph Curry? I mean, hey, break your neck to go out there and do it, but leave Derek alone. Yeah, we I need mean, him. It's, we don't need pointless at this point. We don't need you, Aaron Brooks. We need Derrick Rose. So, but uh, again, listen to some of these cats on sports radio. They've been trying to get rid of Derrick since since. Since before the season started, since since he by no uh, what's the word I'm looking for, no fault of his own, got slapped across the face, face. And, and you know people wanted to get rid of him then, talking about he's all you know, like he <laughs> like he intentionally. He went at that Taj Taj Taj, pop me in the face. Hey, right here, pop me in the face, right here, bam, right in the middle. So. But, um, they, they, they're trying to get rid of this kid. So uh, they people think that this team can be ran just fine with Aaron Brooks. Is your point? You know, out? yeah, I, I think we've seen that. That's that's a fallacy. But um, you know, you you look at like you you look at the team, right? You look at that game. You look at how it started. Derek was, uh, I think it was at one point. He was like five for five, ten points. He had a very good reason to be winded. Because Jimmy and Pal did not show up. It's the only person running. Everybody wants the Bulls to run. They want this this faster paced offense, and that's what Derek was doing the whole game. He was the only one running. He would get the rebound, or he would get the ball after somebody passed the rebound off to him, and he would take it and go. So yeah, I mean, if I'm if I'm going and getting to the basket. You know, putting my body in harm's way and all of that, I'd be, I'd be tired too. That takes something out of you. Yeah, that and takes I mean, a little we, bit out we, of you. We know. I mean, as much as I love Derek, we know at this point he's not like a warrior. He's not going to be like, all right, I'm going. He's he's beyond the point where he's going to be like, all right, I'm going to play through this. And I'm, I'm going to keep going. I'm, I'm going to put my, I'm going to put my life you on the line. Why, for this. You want to know why he doesn't do that anymore? Because he did it for so long, and it ended up, and he ended up tearing his ACL because of it. That's why he doesn't do that anymore. That's why he's not playing through all of the things that everyone considers to be little. He played through all of those little things, and that, and it all caught up to him, and it ended up with him people having forget, people forget about that a, a torn ACL. It's, it's, um, it's, I'm talking about even 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 before that, before he got the major, before the first ACL or yeah. the only ACL, yeah, like but before that, that MVP year, it was it was it was injury after it was all kinds of little nagging little injuries where he would miss maybe a game, maybe, but he would come back that next game and bust whoever the ass he was playing. I remember he missed a game and came back and gets the Knicks and dropped like thirty something odd points. But like yeah. people forget that. That he, that he put that. his body on the line for this team for years when they didn't have the talent to help him do anything. And he was just out there putting his body on the line for years. Like nobody ever talks about that stuff. They think that it's like a, like like he doesn't want to play. No, the problem is that he played for too many years on bad ankles or bad feet. Or, you know, his back is messed up and he's just consistently playing ball and nobody, you know, nobody brings that stuff up. And it, it's, it's ridiculous. You should really take those things into into account. A lot of people seem to think that Derek is like weak 
like mentally weak, but I mean, I, I think it's the, the, you know, it's anything, but that's his, his mental makeup led to him never complaining about shit when he probably should have been like, okay, man, this, like this right here don't feel right. I, I know y'all want me to play, but like, I don't, I don't feel right. Like my foot is messed up or my leg is messed up. Things that he should have been telling the training staff that he never told the training staff and he ends up tearing his ACL. So people don't remember that. But back to I think I think he told people. He just played through it. Because it was always I, re- I recall it always being reported. Hey Derek is having this, he's having that, he's having he's having a shoulder. Didn't he have a shoulder thing at one point when he's wearing those little whatever those little straps that those little black strap joints they put on. I remember having a big shoulder issue. They would always report the stuff, but it was like, hey, Derek is Derek playing tonight? Yeah, Derek's playing tonight. And then he come out and drop twenty five. Because he plays every night. He played every night, and uh, and and that was it. He just played, and nobody nobody you know thinks about that. There's there's a there's a cost to all of that just playing. Like that at some point that becomes you have to pay a price for that. And he paid the he paid the ultimate price for an NBA basketball player, especially one of you know like his athleticism. He tore his goddamn ACL. So, you know, now when he's thinking a little bit more about, you know, his future and things like that, I don't I don't think that that should be like a like a knock against him. But thinking about, you know, maybe playing a little bit longer considering he's had three knee surgeries. But to get to get back to his um the the being winded thing, right? Okay. Yeah, he should have been winded because Jimmy and Pat like, like I, that was one of the worst games I've ever seen Powell play. And if it wasn't his worst game, then Powers had some really, really shitty games because that game made no sense. He had one point. Um, it was a, it was a free throw, I believe. He had just one, one fucking free throw, the entire game. Um, and that makes no sense for a guy that's you know seven foot one or two or whatever the hell Powers is. Um. I mean, you're going up against a guy who's about five inches shorter than you, and you just can't post him up. He gave up multiple offensive rebounds in the first quarter to Andrew Bogut. Um, that never should have happened. He did it over and over again. Uh, Jimmy came out. I mean, it looked like they were – like everybody but Derrick Rose was intimidated by the fact that they were playing against the Golden State Warriors. So – Everything that was wrong with the Chicago Bulls last night, of all of the things that went wrong, the last thing that we should be talking about is Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose shouldn't come out of anybody's mouth. Somehow, all day, that's what I heard. I can only recall a couple conversations, even from people that was calling in, that was about Powell. And you would think the common sense thing for even like a radio host who's supposed to be... Who's supposed to, you know, be, you know, less fanatical as we are? You know, they're supposed to come with the common sense approach and tell you, well, you know, Powell didn't. You know, he had one. He had one point. He had you know, one it, point. So let's 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 discuss how how bad how, he was. how how bad he was and how that factored. How that was a huge factor. And what what are we going to do about Powell? And what you know what's this going you know what's, what's going to happen when he comes out and he gives you one point? 
but that wasn't the conversation even from the radio hosts themselves the conversation was 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 so was so geared towards Derrick Rose and his consistency and can he do this every night it's like well what are you talking about are you looking at the stats okay and then they ran, they ran off they they ran they ran off the stats from like December something yeah, and his lowest like scoring points per game his no, lowest scoring game has been like 16 points Okay, let's look at um, we we could actually look at Derek's stats. We can we can pick a date. We can go back at it um, and before last night because last night I think uh, all of his stats took a bump. Right, that's that's the way this works. His stats took a bump. Let's look at his stats from let's just say Christmas. Right. Yeah, that's I about that's about when they was pulling. I want to say that from Christmas on, Derek has been averaging about 19 points per game on 48 and a 48.6% shooting every night. Every night. Someone has to explain to me uh, how that's a problem. The problem last night was in no way, shape, or form Derrick Rose. I, I I can't say that enough. I know people want that to be the issue. You want it to be somehow it was Derrick's, like some, something that Derrick did. Derrick should have been doing more. I know you want to say those things, but it's just not the case. The problem is that when that game started, Jimmy Butler, Pal Gasol, Tony Snell and, and Nico Meritage. Nico, Nico, then Tony Snell. Completely unprepared for that basketball game. Wet the bed. I mean, I don't know the exact, uh, I don't have a stat sheet in front of me, but I don't think that between, the, and, and, and Doug McDermott, I don't think that between those, play, those players, let's say Doug, Pal, Nico, Tony. Between those four players, I don't think you got more than one basket. All I don't. Right, I don't so think you got more than one basket. From Christmas, let's let's go through it real quick. Christmas, starting on Christmas with OKC, 19, 25, 20. Didn't play against the Pacers, so zip. Missed the next two games, zip zip. 16, 18, 17, 23. He scored nine points against the Bucks, where he played only 22 minutes. I'm assuming he came, he must have came out of that game. He came out of that game, game early because he was busting their ass in that game. And he ended up coming yeah, out. The next game, he didn't play. 18, 20, 29. So, Those numbers yeah, I mean, are like pretty said, solid. That's, that's about 20 points a game or 19 or so. That's pretty consistent scoring from Derrick Rose. Um, he's consistently and found. And if you want to go, assists, we got one. He's not getting a lot four. of assists. But you know what? Freaking teammates it's ain't hitting shots either. Yeah, I don't say it's, it's not hard to get assists. guys open shots. You can't make a person hit a jump shot. All you can do is get them in a position to hit a wide open jump shot. And he gives those I guys say, a lot of wide open shots. I would say looking at these stats from Christmas on, I would give them about three. About three. Okay, about three and a half. But he puts them in positions where they should hit the shots. I want to talk about um, a bigger issue with the Chicago Bulls because, in my mind, 
Derrick Rose is not an issue. I think like, we've gotten to the point with his play where we can stop saying the word consistency because it's been consistent. So we can let that word go. Like that narrative about when they know Derrick Rose needs to play more consistent basketball. You can let that narrative go because he's there now. Let's talk about something that's a little bit more important as it applies to the future of the Chicago Bulls, and that's Nikola Miritich. Yeah. When they or, drafted or Nikola Miritich. Or like or like you said earlier, his name is no longer Miritich. It's moronic. <laughs> but um, when they drafted him, they drafted him with the idea that Nikola Miritich would be a huge part of the Chicago Bulls' future going forward. He was going to be a major piece, uh, part of their big three, uh, will you? Derrick Rose, yeah. Jimmy Butler, Nikola Miritich. He was going to be their stretch four, the guy they could throw the ball to, you know, run a little offense, all of the little things that, you know, you see Draymond Green doing. Uh, the, the way that they sold you on Nikola Miritich is that those were things that he would be able to do. And unfortunately, none of that has come true. I am not, not, not this long season, it hasn't. I, I said over the summer that I didn't think he was going to be good this year because of how he played basketball in FIBA competition over the summer. He looked like an also ran against lesser talent. When he had the opportunity, like, like the team that he was playing on, he was supposed to be the guy. It was supposed to be him and Pal. And he just did not – he consistently didn't show up. He looked completely unaware of what he should have been doing on the basketball court. He didn't look like a basketball player that had taken a step. In fact, he looked like a basketball player that had taken a step back. And this year is showing that out 100% in my mind. 100% in my mind. We need to start talking about him. He can't shoot. In the game shoot. last night, we got Taj in 20 minutes with four points, Tony Snell in 26 minutes with two points, and one of eight, Powell with one point on 0 of 8 shooting in 24 minutes, Derrick Rose in 30 minutes, 29 points on 12 of 22 shooting. Uh, Jimmy Butler in 35 minutes, seven to 16, with 20 with a quiet, with a super duper quiet, quiet 23, 23 like, points. Where did he, where did he get this 23 from? That's one of the things that I about about Jimmy. That's and I well, he went to the free throw line 12 times. Yeah, that's what Jimmy does though. But the since that 53 point outing, I think that took a lot out of him. And it's just irritating that it took that many goddamn points from Jimmy Butler to beat the Philadelphia 76ers, and it looked like it spent him. He's, he's still spent from that. So to me, and, you know, I am a huge, like, critic of Jimmy. He gets a pass from me because I know he's probably exhausted from – still exhausted from that game. So he gets a bit of a pass. I'll give him a bit of a pass. But one All thing right, that so Jimmy has pass, got to stop doing, he has got to stop trying to, like, play this game where – he plays well in the second half of a game, but he doesn't play well in the first. Like that has yeah. to stop because we're getting in these games and the games are already over. And now Jimmy wants to try to score 40 
And it's like, well, you maybe you should have just tried to score 25 and get some of the points in the first half. Because you're going to wear yourself out like he did in that game against Philly. Now you got your hands on your knees when the timeout comes and you can't even walk to the bench. Like, score some of those points in the first half. You know, do something in the first half. He, he was pretty he was pretty non-existent in that game in the first half. And it's just like, you ask him why? Why was Jimmy Butler like non-existent? And he's like, he. This is Jimmy's team, right? This is Jimmy's team. Well, you can't. This can't be your team if you're not helping uh, helping the players win the game in the first half of the game. This is not Jimmy's team. I, I mean, I can't stress this enough. This is still Derrick Rose's team because when as it the, should be when the Bulls play big time games, Derrick Rose shows up every fucking game. Jimmy, he's had a great season, but it seems to me like he's getting fat off of some really bad competition. Hmm. Like, the, I can't remember the last time he had a really good game against a really good team. It was probably Toronto. The Toronto. 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 Um, but 40, 41. 40 something. But, um, but, like, he doesn't really go off against good teams. Uh, so I, I, I want him to start playing a little bit better in the first half, and I want him to start playing a little bit better when Derek is playing better. Like, Derek is playing well now, and I think I told you this on the phone. Derek doesn't have a problem playing well when Jimmy plays well. Jimmy has a problem playing well when Derek plays well, and that, to me, seems like he has a problem sharing the ball he needs to dominate the ball offensively. Yeah, he has to. He has to. He wants ISO in order for him to to, to work. He 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 needs ISO because he's not a shooter. So he needs the ball. Like I I I used to hate hearing that. Like oh well, so and so so and so can't play with so and so because you know they're not a shooter. They need the ball. It's like I mean you're playing basketball, so I mean you should be able to figure it out, but. Jimmy apparently can't figure it out where he has to have the ball in order to be effective, even like as a Derek, shooting, even as a shooting guard, though. But Derek doesn't. He doesn't need that. Like Derek, Derek has figured out how to play with Jimmy Butler. Like, okay, I can get like he could get he could get his points off the ball. Like, ever remember earlier in the season he's like, man, I actually said it on one of the podcasts. Like, man, what I want from Derek is I want Derek to start moving without the ball a little bit more. Like, and what has Derek been doing? He's been moving without the ball, cutting, back cutting, getting to the basket on the move, doing all of the things that you would think that Jimmy would be doing because these are things that Jimmy is good at. But Jimmy wants to get the ball and uh, the elbow, like uh, elbow extended and go to work and hold the ball, uh, pivot, Reverse pivot, inside out pivot, hold the ball, and then you know throw up some childish ass shot. Sometimes it goes in, more times than not it doesn't, or he gets a foul. I mean, you know, these are the things that Jimmy is doing, and like I'm great. Like I, like I've said it over and over and over again. I think Jimmy is great, man. I think he's great, but. I think he needs to do a little bit more to be better when the game is on the line for the Bulls. I'm looking at stats from Jimmy's season, and 
it does look like against some of the better teams, he doesn't do all that great. Although I know the uh, the Golden State game they played a little earlier was was that was without Rose, thirty nine minutes, twenty eight points. Phoenix thirty two points. I'm just I'm just just going to some of the big numbers so we so you can assess whether or not these are against good teams or bad teams. So I'll say over twenty five points. That's those are the ones I'll, I'll mention. Uh, twenty six against Charlotte in November. Twenty six against OKC. Twenty seven again against Charlotte a few days later. Thirty two against Phoenix. 28 against Golden State. Uh, the rest of these are okay, 36 against Boston. 43 against Detroit. Uh, and then 28 against the Pacers on the 30th of no, uh, December. Are these 40, wins or losses? These are uh, win, win. Oh, you know the Golden State was a loss. Yeah. 43 against Detroit. That was the Quadruple yeah, overtime the, the game. Quadruple overtime game. Yeah. So that was a loss. Uh, the Boston 36 was a loss. What do we got? The Golden State, obviously a loss. Phoenix 32 points. That was a win. That was a win. That was a win. I remember that game. All right. Back to January. 42 against Toronto was a win. 32 against Milwaukee was a win. 30 against Milwaukee. 30 against Milwaukee was a loss. 53 against Philly was a win. This is like, I want him to not have to do, like, all of these, like, he's going off in the second half. I want you to do more in the first half. Like, I don't know why he can't hit the same shots that he hits when Derek is gone, when Derek is on the floor. Like he, like he, magically he just misses all of these shots, and I don't understand why. Like, do you? I mean, is there? Does anybody have a reasoning behind this? Like why he misses all of these shots when Derek is is in the game, and he misses all these shots. He he hits them when he's not there. Because, because well, he, because he's not a shooter. It's because he needs to dominate the ball at all times he's and a, get in the rhythm. A shooter, he needs to to get the ball and drive to the cup, and like you said, get in the rhythm. And then you know, he could take he could take over a game in, in that aspect, but he's not he out there. He got the ball shoot. in his hand at all times, but like he has to realize that by sharing the, the responsibilities, you know, ball handling wise and offensive on the perimeter, you won't be as tired. Like you could take time off if you're, you know, and be fresher. Considering not, he don't he don't like to come out of games like yeah you know, people are making this you know I, I I'm I'm coming to the realization Thibs, that Thibs this, with Thibs, this, Thibs is laughing at Jimmy uh, playing 38 minutes a game like yeah well, Jimmy doesn't want to come out okay um that this this isn't just a Tibbs thing as far as him playing the minutes that he plays, because Jimmy is adamant about being on the floor. He, I, I was listening to a game a few weeks back where I think he had got like a foul or something. I was listening to him he on, on the radio. Out, um, he took him out and he didn't want to come out. He was all mad he about didn't want it. To come, he, is, he is upset. 
Now, this is me just listening to the game. I didn't see his reaction or what he did, but he obviously was. I mean, it was visibly because you know the the radio announcer said it. It was like, all right, Jimmy doesn't doesn't want to come out of this game right now, even though he had just got a second foul in like the first quarter or whatever it was. Like, dude, go like, go sit down. I remember that game. I remember that game because Stacy said the same thing. Stacy was like, yeah, Jimmy's um, Jimmy is mad about coming out of this game right now, and I'm like, but like, bro, you know, you can come out the game sometime. Um, it's okay. okay. It'll be okay if you are not in like every minute of every game all the time. You know, just chill out, Jimmy. Damn. Yeah. You know what? This this team would be so much better if if they were getting something out From of Nico. Nico. If they if I, they were just getting something out of Nico. I think we'd be I, in a much better spot. I don't think Nikola Miritich is a good basketball player. I think he is an okay basketball player, but what they proven that. But what they what they sold him as is not what he is. He's not what they sold him as. He is an okay not the number one scoring cat over there in Europe and all this other old stuff. The first problem that I have with Nico is that he can't dribble. You can't be an NBA basketball player and not be able to dribble unless you have like some special talent. Yeah, like like Lou All was like like he was a jack of all (laughs) trades but a master of none, right? So even (laughs) though he couldn't really dribble very well, he could do a bunch of other like little things very very well, right? Even if he can't dribble, he could he could still drive around a cat. Yeah, if yeah, needed, if need, and get to the basket. Rebound he still ain't driving bit. around nobody. He could hit that little mid-range uh, jump shot a little bit, you know, like a little 15-footer. That was his game, you know, pull-up jump shot. These are all of the things that he did, right? Um, but Nico, he doesn't do any of those things good. He can't hit the mid-range and it would like a cons- on a consistent basis. He can't rebound very well in traffic or, like, around other people. He doesn't drive to the basket very well because he can't dribble with his left he hand. Can't. He, he damn near can't dribble with his right hand. So, you know, it's, it's, it's this weird. That's a, that, that's, a, that's a problem when, you know, the guy that's supposed to be – I mean, because this league really is, is built on point guards and wing players at this point. And when you got a you know supposed pseudo wing player that can, that can dribble and can't shoot, what the hell do you got him for? Nothing. He can't do any of the things that you want a wing player to do. Like he has a size. He has all of the like all the intangibles that you want from your wing player, with none of the actual gameplay that comes with being a wing player. Can't I don't shoot. know if he got the intangibles. He got the size. No, I'm about, I mean, like the intangibles, like you know, physically. Like he's big. He's, uh, you know, he looks like he should be a little bit more athletic than he is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he might be able to shoot. You know, hit a three from time to time. You know, he has all he those. That, like he that cat that come to the uh, that come to like, the gym. Oh, man, like, is like, oh. like he, he got, he got, playing. he got, he got, he got. He got some nice kicks. He got he got some his shorts are right. 
Nigga, all of the accessories, armbands. He got, he, got, he got an armband. He got a sleeve. Like, all right. So this this nigga right here is serious. He's serious. About, about about this, so he, this, he got a shirt that say, uh, uh, <laughs> the ball is life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He come through, he come through with the NBA basketball, and then he starts playing, and he got like two left feet. Like, that's who Nikola Miritich is, and it sucks for the Chicago Bulls because they put a lot of their stock into what they were going to be as a team going forward into Nikola Miritich, and he's he's failing right now. He's absolutely, positively failing at every aspect of it this season. Now, I don't know if this is just like a sophomore slump or something like that. I've been thinking about that, too. Maybe that, maybe maybe this is just his slump. He's just not, you know, he, he has to catch up. You know, he'll be better. But usually you know, guys, second half. even if it's, you know, minutely, there's some improvement from year one. It's not, it's not like two. falling off the cliff where you having games where you're not, where you're not getting, but, you know, a couple points. Uh, or, or no points, no rebounds, no, no nothing. You can't go past anybody. You can't. And I put this up on on the Twitter page too. According to sources, at this A two sources, I put this up on the Twitter page. The biggest, one of the bigger issues with his game is that he flops so much that he no longer gets oh, real fouls. He's flimsy. Stop being flimsy and play basketball, man. Like stop with all the head thinking and and all all this all this shit here. Just go up with the ball, man. Just go up and shoot. Just play ball. But he can't. He he does so much of it that he no longer gets real foul calls. Like when he's actually fouled, he no longer gets that foul. The refs don't give it to him anymore. So that really, really hurts his game because a lot of his game was predicated on going to the free throw line. And now he doesn't go to the free throw line. So now what part of his game is he getting his offense from? He's not getting any offense at all. That's that's the problem. If he would stop flopping so much, maybe he would get the foul calls that he deserves to get as opposed to them never giving him the foul calls when he gets fouled. This is a big problem for the Chicago Bulls. They thought he was going to be something, and he's not that. That is a huge problem. They thought they had something in him. They have nothing. They have nothing in Nikola Miritich. He's literally giving them nothing. What do you do about that? What can you do about that? When a guy is, you know, he's he's a, a pretty high draft pick. Uh, well, I mean, for the Chicago Bulls, because they, they're always good. But, you know, what do you do now? Like, all you could do is hope Bobby is, is good. That's the only thing you could do. You got to hope that Bobby, uh, that Bobby Portis can de- develop into what you were hoping you would get from Nikola Miritich. Well, I mean, as at least last night, Bobby looked better. He, he, you know, if, if given the minutes and not inexplicably not playing them or giving them, you know, three minutes when Joe Kim's out for the season, it's, it's unnecessary that he aren't, he, that he's not getting the minutes now. Like that's not, let's not play the, the Tibbs minutes game. Let's not, let's not start doing that. There's no reason I, for it. I think that a big reason why Bobby hadn't been getting the minutes that we think he should be getting is because Bobby shoots too damn much. Like, Bobby ain't he ain't seen a, a, a shot that he has not liked yet. 
and damn sure don't mind chucking it. Yeah, chuck that bitch. He has to get that mentality out of his head because he's not going to play on the Chicago Bulls if he doesn't start moving without the ball, passing the ball, doing the things that the coaches are asking of him. He's not going to play on this team. I just, um, I need for Nico to get a little bit of his. All right, I'm, I'm gonna get the ball and I'm gonna shoot. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make something happen. It's like Nico's lost that. That would be great if he would. But you could all like I put this on the Facebook page. You could always tell when Nico is gonna is gonna hit a shot. Like his feet are perfectly set. His form looks good. Any, yeah, a lot of his shots are, are rushed. You know, if, if you know he's not in rhythm or he's trying to head fake somebody. I mean, but when he's most of the time, not all the time, but when he's in rhythm and it looks fluid, all right, he's gonna hit that. But he's but, so rarely in in that position that like it doesn't even matter. Like, okay, this is when he's going to hit a shot. So when is he ever going to be in that position? It seems like never. He's such a different player. Like, I need to even go back. And watch, you know, tape from last year just to see what you know. Like, all right, now what was he doing before? Because okay. I mean, this only he only would look like the same player. Just look at this uh, percentage of times that he gets fouled, and that that's the biggest the biggest issue that he has. That he doesn't get fouled as much as he did last season, so he doesn't get to the line nearly as much. And now his offensive rating and efficiency and per and all of that shit goes down because he's not – everything goes down because he's not getting fouled. And he's not getting fouled because he's flopping and flailing. He's flopping and flailing the whole goddamn game. Um, but, yeah, those are some issues that the Bulls – they, they definitely have to overcome it. Uh, we talked about this, too that they, they really need to get some shooting on this team. Not guys that, that can occasionally they, hit shots. They thought they had. Not guys that can occasionally hit shots. Not those guys. I mean, we want guys that can legitimately shoot the basketball. Because as good as Doug is supposed to be, he's a, like he said, like you said, he's a, occasionally hitting shots. You have a night where, all right, you know, he, he's hit a couple and he's good to go, and he can get you 13 I, I blame points. I a little bit of that on um, – I, I blame some of that on the players that he's that, that, that Hoiberg is playing with. I think that that last game, it was a point in time where he he played like 13 to 14 minutes and he'd taken like one three-pointer. Like Doug McDermott should be taking up. six three-pointers a game. I want him to take six three-pointers a game. Hell, every shot he takes That's what he's for. Like, I don't care. And I'm cool with him driving to the basket, but he should be getting like 10 shots a game. And six of them should be three points. Every single game. Not one three pointer a game. Like that in, in a game where you're playing and it's free you know, it's free flowing. Guys are running up and down the court. You're running up and down the court. There's definitely got to be open shots there. He needs to take more shots. Cause he's gonna hit them. Shit, he drained. He had the, that game when um when Jimmy scored fifty three against uh against Philadelphia. All of the all of the awards and adulation went to him, but without Doug McDermott and, and also um uh Etuan Moore. But Doug McDermott hit a bunch of big shots in that game, like a shit ton of huge, like game changing shots. 
Which game did you say? Philadelphia. Okay. They'll get a bunch of big shots against Philadelphia. A bunch of threes. The shot that we said he's supposed to be taking. They have to figure it out. Like, one way or another. There has to be some. Oh, yeah. Doug, uh, Doug dropped 17 that night. Yeah. 30, 33 minutes. He was one of two for three point land, but he was seven to 12 from the Driving field. To the basket, layups, and ones, all kinds of stuff. You know, you look at these games, it's like, where was this at? You know, and I want to see what, what's Nico's. What's, what's, what's his stuff look like this season? Bad. Terrible. <laughs> just, there's no stats there. It just says bad. It just says bad. It just says bad. <laughs> you click on Nico's name and somebody that's shaking his head like, nah, bro, go back out. Back out. <laughs> Everything about Nico Miritich is bad. Let's see what we got. We got zero points last night. Four rebounds, two assists, zero points. Ten points against Detroit. Two points against Dallas. Seven points against Philly. Seventeen against Milwaukee. Seven against Washington. Twenty-four against Atlanta. He keeps having these one-offs, and it's irritating me. These one-off games. This, this had like, to man. been this had to been garbage time though, because they lost one twenty to one hundred five. So how much of that was garbage time points? Probably the fast at night. That sounds like, like garbage he's, points. He's having a lot of one-off nights. 11 like, points, 14, 17, 17, 0, 2, 23 against Dallas. 40 minutes, 40 minutes, 6 of 10, 4 of 7 from 3. That's a Nico stat line. He was rebounding. He was playing some good defense and moving his feet. You know, Seven rebounds. Driving to the basket, posting up smaller um, players. He's doing all of the things that we expected him to do. All of it. Yeah, he had a real good stretch in December. No, that's November. Sorry. Yeah, not really. Not, not real. He started off the season like really like well. We was like, okay, cool, Nico. You know. Yeah. Then he off in November, towards the end of the year, end of the month of November, 10, 18, 13, 25. And Nico was putting in like some consistent numbers. You know, you, you don't expect 20 points from him. You want like 10 to 15 points, like 8 to 10 rebounds a game. That's yep. all you I want mean, from him. That first game of the year, like you said, he had, damn, damn, he did have a good first stretch. He had 19, 18, 22, 16 first four games. Yeah, it was a nice stretch. He's like, oh, man, Nico, because uh, I, I remember talking. I don't know if it was you or, my, or Darrell. I was saying, well, maybe maybe I was wrong. Maybe the, he was just holding back during uh, FIBA because he looked really bad during FIBA, and I thought he was going to come and into this season had, He had 19 points in the Cleveland game in the first game of the year in only 25 minutes. Yeah. 25 minutes, and he had 19 and 9. Yep. 19 and 9? I'll take that stat line from Nico every day of the week. Then he he came around the next game, 
the very next night and had 18 and 9. Wouldn't we all take those stat lines from Nico? Unfortunately, in, though. In 30 just... minutes, Dini had 22 and 6. Yeah, after the next 16 point game, he fell off a goddamn cliff. And that's been five, the way it's been all season. Five, two, four, three, six. <laughs> then his ass is coming off the bench again. <laughs> and he's back in the starting lineup. Like they don't they're trying to find any way to jumpstart him and they just don't know. And it sucks because now it's like with with Joe getting hurt, you can't even make a trade now. Like who do you trade? Nobody. You can't trade anybody. Nobody, because even if you do, you know, whatever team you're trying to trade with, they're going to try to lowball you. Yeah. They, they know you trying to unload people. It's if like, I had my brothers, it'd be uh, Powell Gasol, though. You and me both. I drive Powell to, the, to O'Hare. Get the fuck out of Chicago. <laughs> there you your bag right there, Mr. Gasol. It's on the, um, it's on the, the sidewalk. I I trade I trade Powell for Jeff Green. (laughs) (laughs) I take some Jeff Green. Shit, fuck it. Bring me Jeff Green. It can't be no worse than Powell ass. It was just so just like disheartening watching him not be able to post up uh, uh, Draymond Green. Like even if you can't back him down, you can't get close enough to the basket that you are able to turn over your shoulder and shoot a jump hook. He couldn't even do a he couldn't even shoot a jump hook against Draymond Green. He couldn't do anything. Not one good thing offensively came from Pal Gasol when Draymond mm-hmm. Green was guarding him. Is I mean getting his shot blocked in there. You can't trade Taj because you don't know what you're getting, what you're gonna get from Bobby Knight tonight, or Nico for that matter. Um, yeah, yeah they have some kind of big man. It's just not, it's just not gonna work. Yep, sad. I mean, like I said, we we've all known that the Chicago Bulls roster is not championship contenders um, for a while now. Like even if Derek gets the MVP level, Derek, like it'll take a lot. This Bulls to be a, a championship contender. They just don't have the athleticism that you need in the NBA. Like you need more athletes on your team. And we and got a bunch of guys that can't that last night. They can't move. You know, pal yeah, too they, old to move. Yeah, too old, you don't want to move. Can't shoot. But somehow they've managed to be the, the second best team in the East, which is amazing. Nah, they they got dropped out of that. It's uh, Toronto now. But um, well, whatever. Or they, give, I, I give them, you know, between the top, you know, three or four. Yeah, I don't know, like how with, they with manage the they the collection of guys that can't, they can't rebound and they can't shoot. Yeah, I mean they can't, they can't run and they can't shoot. They can't run and shoot. They're unathletic and they can't shoot. Like usually, you get one of the two, like a really, really athletic guy. He's running up and down the floor. He's dunking. He, you know, or you have a guy that's mm-hmm. not really athletic, but he can shoot the ball. They managed to get both. Mediocre. <laughs> they got a lot of mediocre cats. Just imagine if they had just a couple cats with some real talent. Like, have you seen Tony Snell try to go to the basket? Talent. Like, whenever, like, if it's not a clean look at the basket, when you see Tony Snell go to the basket, it's, like, I expect it to be a block shot every fucking time. 
because he don't Every he time. don't play like above the rim. He's not like super athletic, where you're afraid of him coming to the basket. All right, man, this dude he might boom me. He might, he might, he might boom me. Like he's like, all right, he going up, and he might, he might get just high enough where he can get a layup, but he's not like not gonna boom me. He's not gonna boom me. He's not gonna knock me over. Like he don't really scare me really. Because he don't, because he don't go in with the attempt to knock anybody over. He's going up trying to throw something over you, and it's always flimsy and it's always goofy. And Tony Snell is the black Nico Miritich because he has his games where he plays well, and then he has those games. And, like, the games that he plays well, it's, like, so few and far between. But the games that he plays well, it's like, okay, Tony. And But then it's, like, two-week stretch where, you know, Tony Snell isn't even in the fucking basketball. It's crazy because you watch any NBA game and you'll see cats. You'll be like, man, who was that? He just, like, he – you know, went through a couple cats and went to the rim. We don't have cats that would like. If we get a cat that, that do that, we all five six because like, wait, what? When 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 uh, who was it? It has to be McDermott. Dude, I, it dude, was Doug. Oh, and everybody. I went. I went nuts. I'm like, oh shit! I'm in the. I'm in the house watching the the, uh, the game with my wife. She's like, wait, it's just like what? Is that like special or something? I'm like, well. Like yeah, Doug I'm like, I'm like, because considering who I, I think about, it, I'm like, damn, like she right. I'm like, I guess, uh, yeah, considering who it was, like it seemed like a regular, you know, driving dunk to me. No, it uh, wasn't. It wasn't. He dunked that on somebody. But Man, like, I mean, it, but, but but I think the point is, if it's anybody, you gotta be like, oh, that was cold. But like, for it to be Doug, like it was like, oh. Oh, that's my dog just talked to somebody. It's like that shouldn't be the case. Right, he's a goddamn NBA basketball player. He should be basketball. He's six eight or whatever he is, six seven, six eight. Like it should be happening way more often than it happens. But everybody out there is so flimsy, can't dribble, can't get to the basket when they want to. You got so multiple guys that can't dribble, shoot, or be athletic. Like how? Like where did the Bulls? Like how did they assemble this roster? And then they were planning on putting fucking Mike Dunleavy into the roster. There's even more unathleticism. They were mad. They were going to manage to get even more unathletic with their starting. Bulls have this problem. They have this problem of falling in love with who we got. Now we're gonna win with 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 this group. We're gonna win with this guy. Like the thing that amazes me about the whole situation is, it's like, how were you like? What did you plan on doing? Like, what? Like, with this squad, they thought that this squad all did. The front office thought that all this squad needed was another coach. Was another coach that could get this offense to to move faster. And that's just not the case. You don't have the guys to do that. No, you don't. You just don't have them. You don't. You don't have the athletes to do it. The guys you got are slew footed, and they they all move slow. You don't have any athletes that can run and and, and they jumping out the gym. That's what Fred needs for this offense. Guys that, that don't mind running and moving. You got. They, have, they have none of that. You got Derek. 
that's the extent to this shit. Jimmy and Derek. Those are the two pieces. And Bobby. I mean, you keep Doug because you need a shooter. Right. But, um, but, but Taj, ain't, Taj ain't going to run. Not fast because Taj isn't really athletic either. Taj is just, he's tall and he works hard. He's a, he's a cleanup man. He's a, he's a glass cleaner. But being tall and working hard is not enough. Like I, I told you on the phone, Taj Gibson needs to be a luxury. He cannot be a main cog. And right now, Taj Gibson is a main cog. Uh, that's just sad. But if you recall, I think I was even a part of this. I, I'll admit to this. So many Bulls fans was like, "All right, you can't t- you can't trade Taj. You, you can't." can't. Trade Taj. We've all come to the realization that, yeah, <laughs> you probably can, and you probably should have. Yeah, a while ago. Uh, yeah, it should have happened a long time ago. You could have got a, a much more athletic wing a long time ago. Because Taj had a market, baby. <laughs> he had Everybody people. wanted him. And, and you know... And, Include Taj in, in, in the deal for for so and so, so and so. Nah, hey, nah, nah. I, this is my favorite. Uh, I love talking about this. Remember, I, I, I sent you this one earlier too. Remember when we could have traded Lou Aldang for Harrison Barnes? Remember that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Remember that we didn't want they didn't want to give up Lou Aldang. Remember that? <sighs> yeah. And it, you saw what Harrison Barnes did to Chicago Bulls last it sh- night. It should have. That, that should have been. Uh, uh, that should have been. Hey, yo, you do do realize Lou Aldang is already at y'all gym right now? Wait, huh? What do you mean? I mean, he's already there. We <laughs> already sent him. We've already sent you Lou Aldang. We dropped him off earlier, um, a few minutes ago. Make sure Harrison Barnes is in the board. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, could you imagine having Jimmy and Derek and Harrison Barnes? Athleticism, man. That's all. That's what they need, man. Some athleticism. They just don't have it. Could you imagine that? Like, and 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 Harrison Barnes is a guy. He's turned himself into a guy that doesn't occasionally hit a jump shot. He can hit threes. It's not occasional. He showed you that last night. Yeah, as he was bombing away from three against the Chicago Good. Bulls, <laughs> like. <laughs> Every goddamn shot he took was a three, and he wasn't just hitting them over. He's draining them. He's draining them threes. While Tony Snell was shooting like air ball after air ball, and Nico was missing, missing shot missing after shot, open jump jumpers, missing fifteen footers, eighteen footers, twenty three footers. Just missing every goddamn thing that they threw up at the basket. The Bulls didn't hit. They hit one goddamn three pointer, and I don't even remember who hit that. Was it Jimmy? Aaron Brooks. He was a dumpster fire last night, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, you couldn't, like, the Bulls couldn't yeah, find any fire. talent, man. They couldn't find any talent to go to, to help Fred in his roster. Yeah. Aaron Burke with the one three pointer the Bulls hit. The one. The Bulls were one of 20. 22? Uh, 20. 20. One of 20. I can believe it. Got um, Warriors, 12 of 32. 32. Hmm. Maybe the Warriors should have took 12 more three-pointers. Maybe they'd have got there, too. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
you got anything uh, else you want to say, man? We going to go ahead. We going to wrap this up. We going to got one more. I'm giving him one more. I'm giving him one. There's no way. No way in hell. They had two or three pointers. <laughs> no. Not chance. last night. Shit. <laughs> who who going to hit him? Who hitting him? Hey man, I'd have made I'd have made Doug go out there and shoot twelve three pointers. He go hit a couple shit. He 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 played thirty three minutes. <laughs> he, took, he took like one three pointer. It's ridiculous. He, he took he took one. He took one. One goddamn three pointer. He probably he took, took like two shots. How many shots did he take? Two shots. Six. Okay. <laughs> well, fucking took he, six you know, shots. Like, he was he was driving to the basket. I ain't going I ain't never gonna begrudge a dude for driving to the basket. I never get mad at him about that. Um. Hey. Make some shots. You got anything else you want to add to this, man, before we go ahead and wrap it up? Hell no. Trade everybody. Fuck this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, Rob gave gave you guys his last words. I'm going to go ahead and give you mine. Um, I want Derrick Rose out of Chicago. And uh, it's hard for me to say that. But I want him out of Chicago, and it's not for the reasons that most of you Chicago Bulls bloggers and Chicago media, I don't want him out of Chicago for the reasons that you do. I want Derrick Rose out of Chicago because I want him to go someplace where he'll be appreciated, where he'll be respected, where he'll be treated like the basketball player that he once was and the basketball player that he's becoming again. Yeah, I won't dare. I, I, I would go so far as to say is that he is. Yeah, that he is. He, that he, he he still is. He's showing you that that he still is. I think Kelly Scaletta uh, tweeted out that he's been shooting like uh, he's been scoring 19 points per game. On, I think he said like I think it was 51 percent um, efficient efficiency, like uh, true efficiency or something. One of them goddamn shooting stats. There's so many of them. It was the one, the true shooting, like 51% true shooting or something like that, which is pretty goddamn good. Um, but, yeah, I, I want him gone for completely different reasons than most of you. Most of you want Derrick Rose gone because you just don't like him. Um, that's not me. All based off comments, too, which is ridiculous. Like, everybody makes comments. Jimmy made comments, and everybody loved him. You know, Derek makes yeah, comments. It was, cool. and it was okay when Jimmy made those comments. It was it was Jimmy speaking in his mind and saying what we as Bulls fans were all thinking. Yeah, of course, of course. And he, I, I said it before. Jimmy is anti Derek Rose. At this point, right now, yeah. If if there if there was no Derek Rose, then People we would, would hate, probably be hating on Jimmy. We would hate Jimmy for what he's for for that whole fiasco. It would be a big it would be a much bigger deal than it was. But the crazy thing is, it's not like Derek is even saying anything. He ain't said anything wrong. He ain't said he ain't said anything that's like so egregious. He said he wanted to make some money. He's a basketball player who plays basketball for his career. I, I think they don't want to hear about they don't want to hear about no no black man that say he he. That they don't want to hear about a black man that's playing a, a game, a sport that they have to watch him play, where he, you know, had a whole lot of stuff in his life. Once people realized how good he was at basketball, after that, he had a lot of stuff handed to him. Of course, his life was tough. Was was tough before that. Yeah, he had a lot of first, stuff handed to him. The first, 
the first like seventeen years, eighteen years of his life. I, I, would, I would give it a little, little, little less than that because because Simeon or or or, or Simeon as they all, they always say on the news when, they, when people are talking about Simeon uh, when when Simeon when he was a sophomore and they playing at the UC. So yeah, I mean that's cool, no, but his mom he, he was was 15, 16. in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? It, like, yeah, he's probably getting little things here and there. But yeah, he was getting, I, yeah, he was getting some stuff, but but I just, 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 mean, just still, to just to hold him over, just, just just to walk into into Inglewood, though. Yeah, I eventually guessed that it was still some um, some struggling going on in the Rose household, even when even when he um, uh, was was getting a little bit of things that he was getting. But I I I just want him to go somewhere where he's appreciated. Where people will appreciate the player that he is, appreciate what he's done in his career, so young, and what he's fighting through to try to get back to you know a certain level of consistency in his game, and has gotten there right now. I want him to go to a place where you know he leaves this place where the Chicago media is obviously trying to drive him away from the place that he calls home, the place where they cheered for him when he was breaking his body down for this stupid-ass team and his dumb-ass fan base as they talk shit about him consistently. I want him to go to a place where they cheer for him, and it's just a cheer. It's no longer cheers and then jeers and then cheers and then jeers. They go for Derrick Rose, and like any other town goes for their superstar players. I want him to go to a place where he's loved because Chicago, the place where he grew up at, the place where I grew up at, is no longer that place. Nobody loves him here anymore. And it's sad. I want him to go. Get the hell out of town, Derek. I know he said he wants to retire a bull, but he'd be a goddamn fool if he did so. This is the According to Sources podcast. You know where to find us. According to Sources. That's the web page. According to Sources at gmail.com is the email. A2 Sources is the Twitter page. According to Sources is the Facebook page. We're everywhere. We're nowhere. We're at the same goddamn time. We're like, Damn, that, that's some omnipotent shit right there. <laughs> We're everywhere and nowhere at the same damn time. Uh, we got some shit going, man. We uh we trying to put some stuff together with um SB with a uh, senior basketball uh, analyst. We trying to put boy, you want to know how hard it was for me to say analyst right there, boy. I want to say analyst <laughs> so damn goddamn bad. I don't know why, but I did it. It was it was a difficult situation for me right there, but yeah, we're trying to put together some stuff with senior basketball analysts. We're gonna have some stuff with him in the future, man. Uh, doing some podcasts with him, doing some what up, podcasts. Um, yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna put a couple things together, try to get a little business uh, venture together, man. When we you know we, we're supporting each other, you know, uh, try to build a network out this because you know you, you don't see a lot of African Americans uh, doing this thing here with sports. You, you know getting our take or listening to us talk into a podcast. You know, he That's why the, the uh, opinions of, uh, of Derrick Rose have been so skewed, I think. Because yeah, you're, not, you're, not, you're, not, you're not getting our opinions on it. You're getting the other side's opinions. Now, we know how, how you know what they feel. They want to throw you away as quick as they can. When, you, when they think you're no longer useful. But um, we, we, we think that boy's still useful. So we, I want him to go someplace where he can be useful. Um, but yeah, man, like I said, you know what to find us. We got some stuff going on. We're trying to put together a couple more podcasts. I think um, we didn't have Devin the last two, but Devin wants to be on the next one. I told him we might be able to do one tomorrow. Yo, uh, what up, Steve? So he could, uh, he could get on on uh, one of these podcasts. He was uh, sparring today. 
he had a sparring uh, session, so he uh, he had to go and do that. But yeah, like I said, you know where to find us.